Welcome to episode number 22 of the Peaceful Power Podcast. And today we are going to be talking with Tara Romano. Sapphire training helps the on the go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. Tara is an inspirational speaker, an entrepreneur, a self made millionaire, and YouTube star with just under 5 million views of her internationally renowned videos featuring her original choreography and love of dance. Tara is the creative director and creator of Tone and Tease, which is a fitness program incorporating cardio, toning, with easy-to-follow dance moves using a strategically placed chair. Through her program, she encourages her clients to unleash and let go. Tara's vision is to ignite and inspire women to love themselves completely by building their confidence so they can live their best life. You can find her videos on social media with daily inspirations and celebrating how to live perfectly imperfect. So today, she's going to share with us her journey of fitness by creating a life by design and her ongoing focus on the importance of a daily personal developmental practice. Welcome to the podcast, Tara. Will you tell us a little bit more about your background? I'm so excited to be chatting with you, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. So, oh my gosh, um, how far back should I go? (laughs) (laughs) So I've, um, just briefly about me, I've been in fitness uh, for over 17 years, so I'm kind of aging myself. Um, I've been um, an entrepreneur for, I guess, about like six years. I come from a... um, a bartending background. Um, I finished school uh, for health and physical education, and um, I've been in network marketing for about six years. And I just been working with my brand Tone and Tees and how I met you for about uh, three years now. So that's just a little bit brief about me. Yes, I love that. Um, and I want to kind of dive into Tone and Tees and get to know a little bit more about what that is. So can you share with um, everyone what Tone and Tees is, who it's for, and you know, kind of your mission behind it? Oh my gosh. So just briefly of how I got into Tone and Tees, I had been working at the gym that I kind of grew up in. I started dance fitness um, in my young 20s, and um, I found a place that became my home where I was mentored by so many amazing instructors. And when I left that gym, just to kind of spread my wings and do a little bit more, I had to try out at another gym and create a class. So I was like, okay. So I actually went on the Crunch Fitness website and I saw this class called Strip Bar. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I, um, and then I was looking at other classes and that's how I created Tone and Tease. It was um, basic dance fitness with like some sexy moves and I added heels. Then I added a chair. So that's how it kind of started. And then I started teaching the class. I put some videos on YouTube and people were asking like, where can I take this class? When can I take it? And um, over time, instructors wanted to get certified for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is pretty cool. And then I would see women like come to class, you know, in their ponytails and um, within a matter of minutes, literally just open up. So that's basically what it is. It's sexy dance fitness, but it's more more than that. It just goes beyond just the dancing and really about how you feel about yourself as a woman and community. And, you know, that's basically what it is. And it's for anyone, really. It's funny. I just did an event in Boston and I actually had a couple of men take my class, which was amazing. And watching them take the class was probably an experience for me, just what I've seen in women. They were just didn't care like who was around. They 
one of them went on, actually two of them went out on the stage. One was in his 20s and the other one was well into his 50s. So it was just a fun time. It's honestly, if I could put it in a nutshell and my tagline is unleash and let go, it's literally about like releasing your inhibitions and your thoughts and whatever's going on. Oh, I love that. Were those the first men that you've had in your class? Um, no, I actually had a, uh, I actually had a few other ones when I first started because it is, you know, a fun you know, dance class, but it hadn't had men in my class for quite some time. So, but I mean, I would never discriminate. It's mostly a, you know, women come to class, but, um, it was just such a great, uh, community of that. We were at this, this, uh, dance, um, weekend, but, um, yeah, they were these two men and, and they just did amazing. They just did really, really great. Um, so for all your classes, do you need shares and heels or what can people expect if they want to come to one? So, I mean, it is based on a chair. However, I've taught it many, many times without one. Um, it's really just about your basic fitness. Like, for example, I can show you how to do a squat, like really sexy. <laughs> or I can show you how to pick up a pen or pencil or like while you're sitting at your desk and just have fun. Um, so I do like when women at least bring their heels and I will never deter someone from not coming to class because they don't want to wear heels. It's just not about that because... You could feel sexy in sneakers, and I think that you should, but it's about, like, taking that time for yourself. And the big thing that I, um, you know, I'm not a mom um, or a wife, but, I mean, I, ha I know so many. And I think that the one thing about that is women wear so many hats, right? And they oftentimes forget to put themselves first. And this is literally just that one hour of them coming into a class, and they're just another person. <laughs> one of the things that we do is we, um, I ask my students and clients to give themselves an alter ego name. So like my name, my name is Eva. And I, I would ask you, Andrea, like <laughs> taking class, like what your you want your name to be. It's just something fun. So I can say, you know what, forget about your to-do list. I don't care what happened before you came here or what you have to do tomorrow. Just give yourself this time. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. That's one of the things that I'm working on too with people are, I've noticed the same thing, and especially after becoming a mom is putting yourself first. Cause it's so easy to, you know, all of a sudden now, Oh, put my child first and then forget about me. So I actually have done. So if anyone wants to sign up for any of her stuff, I have, she does email out some moves. So I did some of your moves at home. <laughs> and so my son thought it was pretty funny cause he was laughing the whole time. So <laughs> Oh I have God. done them and attempted to make it look sexy in my little she shed, as I call it, outside of my house. So I do enjoy your moves. <laughs> oh gosh, so funny. I want to see a video of that. Or next time I see you, I would, I would love to see that. Yes, I will. I will demonstrate those. I have not broke those out yet for my clients, but <laughs> I will work up that confidence. <laughs> I, love I love it. And that's honestly what it's about. It's just, it's, it's, you know, having fun with it. Like, I think, um, when it comes to like sexuality or like feeling good about ourselves, sometimes like, you know, and I, and I bet you can understand this as a mom. It's like, you know, when do you have time to do your hair, or your makeup or put on something fun like heels? And it's just literally taking time for yourself. And just, you know, I say even like doing your hair for no other reason than like you just have to sit down in front of the computer and get some work done. Totally. Yeah. Cause I do not remember the last time I did my hair was probably when I saw you <laughs> and that was about four or five months, months ago, ago for everyone. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Sure. So tell me, I see you use the tagline Swexy and I'm wondering what is, what is Swexy? So it's so funny. Swexy is actually, it's not a new term, but it's like sweat and sexy. So, um, you know, I, I'm such a sweater. Like, I mean, I sweat within my first five minutes of like, <laughs> <Ditto. working out. laughs> 
<laughs> right? But like, it's just, you know, um, so like right now, if you were to take a class, like your hair is pulled back, I would say, all right, take your headband off and your ponytail tail holder off and just forget it. I don't care what your hair looks like. We're going to sweat. We're going to feel sexy. And, and that's it. So yeah, yeah it's just, a, and it's such a fun term. Like people like get a kick out of like swexy, you know, it's not saying sexy or sweaty. It's just fun together. <laughs> I love it. And that's where the hair float comes in then, right? Heck yes. I mean, and I teach people how to do the hair flip. That's always fun. And some people rock, like rock a short haircut. And I'm like, I'm just going to show you how to flip that head. And it's all about the, just again, the attitude and having fun. And like, I was thinking back to the two men, because when you flip your hair, you're using your whole body and they were just, it's just so funny, like just to watch them really embrace it and not care at all that they were like the minority in that room. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in becoming an instructor, how would I go about doing that? Yeah. So actually, you know, I'm, I'm in the beginning phases of putting this program out for instructors and it's so, it happens so organically. It was really like after me doing class after class, I would get messages from instructors. Where can I do this? How can I teach this? And I had never even thought about making an instructor program for it, but it's like, I'm like, all right, well maybe it's something I should look into. So, um, in the, uh, I guess it was the, yeah, it was the end of last year. Um, December, I had my first set of training so I had two in December, two in January, and then I kind of stopped a little bit just to work on some things on the back end, and I am almost ready to put out my next set of um, certifications. So what I'm doing is um, there's an opt-in in my website that if you want to be an instructor, so you can just go to tonatees.com, and I have a list of people, and um, you know wherever I'm finding the most that want this around their town, that's where I'll go first. So in September... I will be putting some certifications out mostly in the, um, in the West coast and the East coast for so LA and New Jersey. And then I'm just going to take it from there. And my goal for 2017 is to have my online certifications done this way. Cause I'm only one person and can only get out to so many places. But, um, yeah, so right now I would encourage people to, you know, connect with me on social media or just go to my website. So it's going to be like a weekend certification right now. Yeah, just one day. It's actually a oh, one-day nice. certification. It's um, anywhere from around seven hours with a break, and then it's ACE and AFA credits you get. So really anyone can do this. Um, like whatever kind of industry you're in, you don't have to be a dance fitness instructor. I was never a, a trained dancer ever. Um, I just always loved to dance. So just to let people know it's, you know, you don't have to have any other background other than just wanting to feel good. I actually even have people that get certified that don't want to teach at all just because okay. it's just a great community to be around. Oh, that's awesome. So that was one of my other things too, for your class. Like I know you're all about empowering women. Is there any different language you use during class or, you know, what kind of sets you apart in that direction? Oh my gosh, I love that question. And that was really important to me because I've been in fitness for so long and I've taken tons of classes. So at the beginning of class, before we even turn the music on, we do intentions. And I, and at the end of class we do it too. So in the beginning I have, because it could be nerve wracking, especially if you come to class by yourself. Like I come in in these thigh high boots and you know, um, but I say, I talk to the women and I, I remind them, just like I said to you, I know that we wear a lot of different hats and I just want you to forget about everything going on. I don't care what, like no one's paying attention to you because they're always, everyone's concerned about themselves pretty much. But we say, um, I am fearless. I'm confident. I am beautiful. I am a tone and diva, diva and I'm ready to get my swexy on. <laughs> so it's fun, but we like shout it out. We do it a few times. We add some moves. So after that, like two minutes that it takes to do that, 
like there's a release and some people are like, all right, this is not so bad. Like, you know, it's not just about the dance moves. It's just about, you know, and I think yelling is a sense of getting yourself into a different kind of state. Totally. So then, um, and then I play a lot, like with the chair, I'm always saying like your ch- kitchen chair is never going to look the same again. Now you have something to do while you're at work on a break, you know? So I kind of correlate it to that. So again, it relieves the nerves. And then at the end, we go around the room and we say an I am statement. Like I want people to say like, you know, I'm, I am worthy. I am beautiful, whatever they feel. And I want them to shout it out. So we do that. We go around the room and it's just so powerful. That's amazing. Like that. I'm right now doing a like post, well, our pre and postnatal classes for yoga that I went to kind of did the same thing. I've never been to a yoga class that did this, but in the beginning, we kind of go around the room, we share who we are and introduce ourselves. And then at the end, we also kind of do the same thing. And that totally helps build that community, which is what, you know, your whole, you know, idea is, is bringing these women together. And I totally think that's the best way to do it. Cause a lot of the other times the classes I leave, I don't necessarily even know the name of the person I just practiced with. You know, we just kind of leave and we move on with our day rather than, you know, getting to introduce, or maybe you really connected with someone's I am statement. And then you can kind of make a new friend and, you know, making, making adult friends nowadays, extremely difficult. Cause I was just talking to that with clients and they're like, how do I go about making adult friends? So this is awesome. Do you see friendships coming out of this? Oh my gosh, I actually get chills when I think about it and like when I'm talking about it. So it makes me know that I'm definitely doing the right thing. And uh, yes, it's so amazing. Like, I think we, we all feel the same way. So to bring a group of women together and like support and, and empower, like the community of this program is huge to me because I know as women, like we can, and I say this too, we can compare ourselves or look on social media or a magazine and think all these things about the other person but I think we're all feel the same. Mm -hmm. And I always say to them, you know, when you leave this room, if you can just share with one person how you feel or what you learn, like, you know, it's making someone else's life better. Um, And because I think it honestly, as women, we can sometimes be so hard on ourselves. And it's not about, you know, losing that five to 10 pounds or getting that new job, and then you're going to be good. It's just feeling good in the journey. So yes, there's so much support and love and sharing. And it's just awesome to watch. And that's honestly what keeps me going to do this. That's amazing. I, I love that. That's totally a different and unique group fitness approach. And I love that. Thank um, you. So what about like motivation? Is there any motivation to give to someone who maybe doesn't feel confident in themselves anymore and they might be intimidated to go to the class for the first time? Yeah. So then I would just like, I would just probably have them come on one of the social media sites just to kind of see what we do because um, I share a lot like, of other women who are doing it. Like if you look at all my instructors right now, like there's only about 40 something of us. It's, it's like I said, we're, I'm in the very beginning of stages, but there are so many ages, like fitness levels, body types, everything. So it's not just like one certain type of group doing this, like across the board, everyone's so different. And I think that is beautiful. Like it's so important to me that like when people look at the pictures that I put up, they're not seeing like one certain woman that it's like women in their twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties that are teaching this. So it's, it's amazing. So I would just um, invite them to kind of connect with us and see what we're doing on social media. And then I would, would even invite them to just, you know, come to a class and even watch, but I know that once they got in there, they would be good. And everyone's just so welcoming. So when I do the group invite, um, like on Facebook or something like that, I talk throughout the time. I let them know like what they can expect. So it kind of eased their nerves because I know that you can see like a picture of Tone and T's again with like heel, thigh high heels, hair done, 
but it's um, it's just so fun. It's like going out with your girlfriends, but in a safe environment. Because, I mean, I remember the days I used to go to the club. <laughs> you know, I still want to, but I just don't want to be out in that environment anymore. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and kudos for you for representing lots of different, you know, any instructor, either male or female, um, for tone and tease. So I think that's a huge thing. And I think that's a barrier, like, for instance, yoga is trying to get through is trying to step through that barrier of not being the same cookie cutter, you know, person. And so that's something that I'm kind of working on for yoga, because I am not flexible, but I'm an instructor. And, and, you know, bringing that to people saying, you know what, you don't have to be, you know, a tiny petite female to practice yoga, you can be someone who has got muscles, and is not super flexible, but enjoys the practice. So I love that you already have dipped your toe into that. And that's amazing. And I love, thank you. And I love that you do that too, because in you doing that, you're inspiring so many people. That's so important. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) A little love fest. I know. I love it. (laughs) So how do you personally step into your inner diva? Ah, such a great question. I think it's different each time. So, um, I'm really big, uh, with dates. I love, um, Tony Robbins. I actually coach with an NLP coach and, um, before my classes or even before a podcast like this, my biggest goal is for people to really understand what, what I want for them, you know? So, um, I just close my eyes. I take some breaths. I'll say a mantra. Um, I mean, uh, whatever, whatever can get me centered. And I actually am really big into visualization. So like I actually visualize that the most nervous woman in the room and it's so important to me to make that connection. And I think you can make connections without saying anything at all. Like, um, just looking at the person, like I, I'm always complimenting. Um, so like, I guess to answer your question, it's, it's lots of different ways, but I definitely take a minute to myself and like, I'll either pray or, or say a mantra or something like that. Oh, that's totally a gift that you have is to be able to see that person who might not be seen in a room and to make that connection. I mean, that's, that's a, such a gift. I've seen that with people and I, I have a, actually have a teaching background too. I have my K6 teaching license, uh, fun little fact. Uh, and I did teach for a few years. And so uh, that is something that I definitely, um, probably tapped into myself teaching because there's so many kids who can get lost in the shuffle you know, when you're out there. And so having that gift and not everyone has that, you know, some people try, but they don't have that, you know, I can see you and just giving them that knowing, you know, glance, like you're okay. This is a safe space. It's so true. We just all want to be seen. And like another thing I really love to do is like after class, like reaching out to them and telling them like, great job, or, you know, you did this amazing. Oh, and actually at the end, um, when we teach, learn our routine, I have something called Star Diva where we take the, um, I pick people from the crowd and they come and take my chair and they do the routine. And like people who are like, no, no, I would never do that are like up in the front rocking it out and they don't even care what they look like because no one cares. It's just movement is so beautiful and I think different, being different is beautiful as well. Totally. Yeah. And then, I mean, not, I mean, it's non judgment space and you can just kind of let whatever comes to your body go through. I love that. Totally. So in terms of like meditation, since you kind of said you kind of take a little minute with a mantra, do you have any meditation practice or is that kind of your meditation? Mm -hmm. So um, I go back and I have to be honest, I go back and forth with meditation and I actually was just saying this yesterday, when I'm really doing it consistently, I feel so good. I'm really big with moving meditation. So when I'm Mm -hmm. on a stationary bike, I always, I'm like, like meditating in the sense of like moving and it works for me. Um, I love breathing exercises. Um you know, uh, breathing in my nose for and breathing out for four. Like it just gets me calm and centered. 
And then mantras are different. Like I'm a very big I am. Like I am patient. I am calm. I am powerful. I am connecting with like-minded people. And I visualize the words in my head too. So it really helps. Like there's all different things. So at the time, it's whatever works for me, like whatever I'm pulling. Even when I'm in my car, um, I'm actually very present when I'm in my car because um, I love driving in California and it's so beautiful. So even when there's traffic, I really don't see the traffic. I see the mountains. It's, I know it's crazy. People think are like, oh, well, that won't last. But I just I just feel so blessed to be in the place that I am. So I'm a very like like um, I am person. That is awesome. Do you ever I, listen to podcasts in your car as well? Heck yes. <laughs> I love podcasts. I do too. <laughs> um, I love audiobooks, And it's so funny. I was just telling my sister, I'm like, I don't even know what to listen to next because there's so many. Um, so podcasts are always on when I'm like doing stuff around the house, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just great. Yeah, I know. And that's where I'm like, I don't even know some of like the latest songs because I'm like, I have not listened to the radio. I'm like, I have been podcasting it up. <laughs> I, I, and it's so funny because I have to listen to music because it's part of what I do. And I wind up texting um, like my friends. I'm like, what are the new songs? Like, what are you doing in class right now? <laughs> That's awesome. So as far as your workout, what does your actual workout routine look like? Do you have a consistent routine that you do? Yeah. I mean, again, it's whatever, I, what I feel good doing, which is great. I love movement. I love working out outside. Like I'm, I don't have like a specific, like I do work out with an amazing trainer, Um, but I'm traveling a lot. So I love orange theories. I love yoga. I love, um, spinning like soul cycle. Um, I love hiking, walking the stairs. Like, I mean, my workouts are just whatever makes me feel good at that moment. Yes. I love that. Listening to your body. That's what I always say. Listen to the body of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, like for so long and I still have some setbacks where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to look this way. This will get me there. But I'm like, you know what? I just want to feel good. Like, I mean, you know, a big thing too, and it's huge in women is like, they have a vision of what perfect is, like where they want their body to be. And, um, I'm done like tucking in the five pounds of extra fat like <laughs> or anything like that. Cause it's just like, it's with, as long as you're healthy and like doing what feels good, I, I think that like, there's never, there's not, there's just not perfect. There's just no such thing. And I think we sometimes forget. Totally. I mean, that's where this is probably mine for coming back from postpartum, you know, that's where I thought I'd be super motivated by getting back to like, the same weight before I'm like, well, I am much more like go with the flow, like it's coming off, you know, it's maybe slower than other people. But I'm not really caring. And I just had people tell me today, they're like, Oh, you look like you're really slimming down. I was like, they're like, but I know that's not your thing, you know, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm really not obsessing about it, which is kind of funny and now all of a sudden I'm not obsessing over it and it's happening so sometimes it's kind of releasing it and then you're like oh well okay my body's happy and it's kind of finding its equilibrium again oh my gosh and I love that word that you just said releasing it because like isn't that something we need to do like every day release release our thoughts even release some people release some situations and I think we hold on and when you hold on to stuff your body is so in tune with how you feel so if you have an extra five, 10 pounds, I think that's a big thing um, as well to do with it. Oh yeah. And that's the, you know, the thought process too. And in, in like yoga, we say like the prana, it's stuck. And you know, that's where like disease can come through, you know, from that stuck energy and just be not releasing stuff or not knowing how to release things. Mm, so true. Dis-ease. That's, um, I love, um, oh, Louise Hay. She okay. is always talking about that. So I love that. Yeah, Totally. Uh, so what are some tips for women to help them kind of step out of their comfort zone? Mm, um, do things that they're afraid to do. I think that's huge. And I actually, for, for women, men, anyone, I think 
when you're nervous, quote unquote, or afraid about doing something, I think that's the one thing that you need to step in because it's, that's where growth happens. I say, like, I do one thing a day that makes me a little nervous, whether it's reach out to someone or um, whatever it may be, maybe go to a new class, like say hi to a stranger, like I'm all about connection. And I think when you do something that makes you nervous, you open up a world of opportunities, experiences, and people that you can meet. Totally. Totally. I love that. I used to have a, a little journal that was like one thing a day you were supposed to do. And then I got really bad at doing it. So then I stopped <laughs> doing the journal, but I should get back to that now that you say that. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I'm, I am, a as my I interviewed my business coach last week and we were talking about how I'm a detailed person. So I'm the type of person who will go take that. And then I'll have to note everything like this day I did this, this day I did this. Yeah. And then I get too obsessed about that. So I'm working on releasing some of that from my life. <laughs> Whatever works for you. I, I, I mean, I, there's, so many things we can do. And I'm, I think I've come to learn that it's whatever works for you, as long as you're doing things uh, daily and consistently. And that's another thing. It's not what we do every once in a while. I think it's what we do every day. So those little mm -hmm. tiny things every day over and over. And as time goes on, it's just so amazing. Just like what you said with your weight loss, like you weren't even thinking about it. You were just being healthy and feeling good every day. Yeah, no, I totally, that's what I try to tell people too, as far as their workouts. I'm like, just being consistent, you know, whether it be, you know, if you're one day it's gardening versus like maybe your lifting workout that I put on a calendar for you to do. I'm like, you are moving your body. That's better than sitting on the couch. And I think that sometimes that's where we get stuck is we think that things have to be rigid. This is the only way to do things when there really is, as long as you're a consistent action with whatever you're trying to get, whatever your goal may be. Amen. Amen. Um, so I also want to talk to you about lifting other women up because I know that's a big thing for you and you, um, a lot on your social media, you talk about, you know, how to lift other women up. So I was just kind of curious, like building that community, what are some ways that Tone and Tease kind of helps, you know, show that to people? Oh my gosh. I love, um, you know, I, it's never about competing. I think we can look at other people and compare and like compete. It's not about that. And I, whatever industry you are in or we're in, there's so much to go around. And I actually think when you come together and support people, it, we're so much more powerful. And I, I see uh, like some women on social media, like, um, you know, say, like say things of like comparing and no support, but like in my community, in my tribe that I'm building, there's all support. So whether it's someone's first class, like, um, whether it's the instructor or the client, we're always just pouring love into them. And like, just supporting them, shouting them out, like showing groups of women together, again, of like all different um, places in life. And it's just all about this amazing community. And like, I just, like I call it the TNT tribe and TNT divas. But you know, sometimes you hear a diva and like people can have a different sense of what it is. But for, to me, a diva is someone who is confident in themselves and confident enough to support another woman, um, loving, sharing, and just like, just pours greatness into people. Like it's really what it's all about. And I think when we do that, like again, like the experiences um, and the people that we lift up in the meet in the process is just so amazing. Oh, that was beautifully said. Thank I mean, you. lifting other women up is something that I definitely see because in the, like the fitness industry too, like people are like, oh, that's your competition. I'm like, I don't like to think of it as competition. You know, I'm like, because my personality is completely different than hers. You know, it's especially like in a trainer or yoga, like you're going to resonate towards one of us and I'm not hurt which one you resonate to. You know, it's yes. what's best for you, not, you know, I'm the only way, you know, like that 
is too much. And I think that, you know, working on breaking out of that, especially kind of in the fitness realm and the fitness world, mm. like sometimes like the ego can get, you know, out there, you know, for like instructors or trainers, rather than being like, you know what, I am open to whoever should be coming to this class or coming to me as a trainer, like that's who was put into my path for a reason, you know, yes. rather than thinking that I'm the only person, my way is it, you know, so I really like that, you know, you really are empowering women to do that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, I even um, as, as an instructor, like when I used to have subs for my classes, you know, my clients, their clients love their instructors. But I will always say, like, you need to try this person's class and this person's class because, like, you, everyone, you should always try something new. And I'm, you should never be nervous that, like, you're going to lose by doing that. You will yeah. only gain. I just feel so strongly about that. Totally, totally. And then as a person, too, like, I, so when I went on maternity leave, I gave my clients to other trainers, um, to train with. And some of them stayed with that person and they were like, Oh my gosh, are you going to be mad at me? I'm like, no, I'm like, if that is what, you know, you want to do, I am totally fine with that. You know? And that's where I'm like, I, I, I don't care. You know, I'm like, I want what's best for you. Not you need to stay, you know, if this is not what's calling you anymore. Yeah. I love that. Good for you. Um, so as far as your self-development practice, I know you work, you talked a little bit about it. Is there anything else that you do kind of on a daily for your self-development? Cause you have such amazing, like if you follow her at all on YouTube or any of your Facebook lives, I mean, they're so inspirational and they're very well said. Thank you so much. I so appreciate that. And that's, um, it's what drives me. Like I love connection and I love sharing anything I learn and in me sharing things that I've learned, it helps me retain it. Um, and I think when we step into our power, it inspires other people to do the same. So um, I'm, I'm always doing some kind of motivational video, uh, always on Monday on my YouTube, but like pretty much randomly throughout my social medias. But I love to read. I'm actually doing um, a 66-day uh, book challenge with um, a group on Facebook, which is so fun. Um, it's 66 Days for Life, just a group that I created to kind of help me stay on track. And now we're supporting each other, which is amazing. Um, I like, I do my morning mantras. Um, I do my prayers and reading at night. So like when, and journaling and when I don't, oh, and this is another thing that I do every day that I love, um, pouring greatness into three people every Ooh. single day, whether it's by text, by, um, inbox, um, and like sending out snail mail. So like cards, I think that's something that we forget to do. So like, because when I do that, like I, I just feel so good. And I just know that something so simple like that makes other people feel good. So those are some of the things. And again, the, the podcast and audiobooks, and I have um, an NLP coach. I'm always like looking just to become a better person and grow and learn. I just don't think that there's any destination when it comes to that. It's going to be something throughout our whole life. Yes, I'm totally in agreement there. I love, I'm also a lifelong learner, love to learn, love to take classes, love to take courses and just soak up all the knowledge. Um, is there any books that you would recommend? I, last year, I just finished my 52 books in a year. Oh my God, you did? I did. And this year I'm really stinking it up. I've probably finished maybe five because obviously the birth of my son really slowed me down now, but I'm always interested in any like books that you recommend Okay, that's really inspiring, and I'm gonna. Um, it's funny because I'm right now. I'm reading The Energy Bus by um, Ooh, John Gordon or Josh. Gray. It, it's such an amazing book. The Go Giver. Um, Daniel Laporte has the. Mm -hmm. I like the Desire Maps because you can write in them. I read them last year. Um, Louise Hay, Marianne Williamson. I'm a huge fan. Um, the uh, Girl Boss, Big Magic. Those are ones that I just finished. So I mean, I, I'm a lot of like entrepreneur uh, self help like things like that but um one of the things I've learned oh in the millionaire mindset which we just got like a few months ago one of the things that I've learned is um 
you can do all of these personal development things, go to the events, but unless you put it into action, like mm -hmm. it'll just be stuff that you've learned. And that's one thing that I really do is I think that's why I'm so big in my videos is because I like to put into action what I learned because I can retain it and you just grow. Totally. I think that definitely is the biggest thing is, you know, um, applying what you do and what the courses you take and the books you take, like the, one of the reasons I'm probably really slow on reading this new book, it's called no sweat. You actually might be interested in it. It's about motivation for like kind of fitness and just, um, health in general, but it's kind of what motivates people. And so I've taken forever to finish this, but I'm like, I have so much goodness I've gotten out of this book and I'm applying it to, you know, a lot of the Facebook lives I've been doing and to my clients. And I'm like, if you want help with motivation, you know, I tell them this book is the best book that I have found to do that. And it's totally reframing my mindset about working out and fitness in general. So I think that's one of the reasons I'm taking it slow is because I'm trying to really apply this because I solely believe in this, you know, what this study has found. Oh, no sweat. I'm yes. gonna, that's going to be next on my list. It's yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'd be curious to see afterwards what you think of it. I know. And I love that you use it for Facebook lives because you're like sharing what you learned. And I think that's just so powerful. And then it's definitely more likely to stick because let me tell you, your memory ah. does go. <laughs> you have a kid and you literally, it is true. You cannot remember anything. Oh my God. So funny. Uh, so I have a couple more questions for you. Um, my first one is where can we find you at on social media? What's your favorite platform to be on? Oh my gosh. I just love social media for so many reasons. Um, and, uh, because of the connections I made from all over the world. So, um, I'm on YouTube is where I share my Monday motivation and my dance videos. Um, Facebook all the time. Um, Facebook, my Facebook page is Tara Romano, my YouTube Tara Romano, Tone and Tease fan page. Um, I'm on Instagram, which I also love. It's also fun, Tara Romano and Tone and Tease on Instagram. And I'm just trying the Snapchat thing too. <laughs> it's more fun, um, I think. So I, like I'm, I'm on there. So any, if anybody has any tips about Snapchat, let me know. But I'm, I'm definitely on there because I travel a lot. So it's kind of fun to see where I am for, <laughs> for that week. But um, those are my those are my outlets for right now. Love it. Yeah. No, I follow you on Snapchat. You're good. <laughs> I enjoy seeing where you're at. <laughs> I definitely took a few days off because it's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. And then while we're on social media, because I know you do have a big presence there, um, what do you think of like you know? Because I actually was just um, interviewed on a podcast, and he was not a big fan of you know social media. What are your thoughts on that for people who are like, oh, I'm not really big into social media or trying to detox out of it? Do you have any like tips around that? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I get it because you can become so consumed and, um, I think you have to have a schedule around it. Like I, I use my social media for work and for connection, like I, because I'm all over the, I'm literally all over the world. So like I meet people from everywhere. If without social media, I wouldn't have the connections, experiences and opportunities, opportunities that I've had. So if someone's having like a frustration with it, I just, t I would say start slow and like, there has to be a reason behind it because I'm not close minded to anything, even if I'm not sure, like even Snapchat, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's only for 13 year olds, but I'm like, yeah, it's kind of fun, you know? And like you connect with people. So, um, I would just say be a little bit more open-minded and maybe scheduled. Yes. I love that. The scheduled part. Oh, sure. Cause otherwise you can get sucked in. <laughs> gosh, it's like you, all of a sudden you're looking at like somebody's cat and like, you don't even know who it is. So it's so funny. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. All right. So my last question for you, I like to ask this of everyone, um, since this is the peaceful power podcast and that is what I'm all about. What does peaceful power mean to you? Oh my gosh. You know, what's so funny. And I don't think I've ever told you this. I describe my sister as peaceful power. 
Really? And I, but literally those words because, and I'll explain it because when I think of peaceful power, like my sister, um, she's 10 years older than me. She's been my mentor my whole life. And, um, she's really helped propel me and change my life in so many ways. It makes me so emotional, mm-hmm. but she can walk in a room without having to be known and her energy and what she's created in her life is just so amazing that like, there's so much respect and like humbleness and it's just so powerful like what she's done so like I think of someone like her and when you can like step into your own being in your own life and feel so good about it no matter what's happened and stay centered and um I just think that's amazing so yeah that is awesome I love it Thank I can you. see the little tears in your eyes. So, oh. I love her so much. She's just so amazing. So, yeah. That is awesome. Well, um, Tara is the best. So if anyone wants inspiration, I mean, definitely check her out. She is awesome. She is very genuine. Um, and, yeah, like the first time I met you, like just the connection that, you know, kind of I was pulled to. So I could just tell the realness and openness that you are. Oh my gosh, this was such a fun conversation, and I felt the same about you. You're just so amazing. I remember being obsessed with you when I first met you. I'm like, it's this girl. I have to be friends with her. So, oh. you. Thank you so much for yes. taking the time and talking to me. Yes, you as well. All right. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.